Here we go. Welcome to 2016. This is Flux Deposed, episode 96 to be exact. I am Jason. That is Lucas. Hello. And if this is your first time joining us, I'm sorry your new year is starting this way. But nevertheless, we have a show to, to produce, to perform, to <laughs> entertain, to lazily right. edit and release on a later date. That's what we do. This is a podcast. Thanks for listening. This is what we do. We have a show. I've already said that, though. Lucas, what's yes. going on, man? Uh, Nothing. Surviving the holidays, man. We're out of it. We're yeah. out of the. We're out of the thick of things. Yeah, everything like it's chaotic, and then it's so weird now. You're like the lull of of normalcy has has began once again. It's true. It's true. I'm looking forward to it though because I I like to be home and be a loser and not do anything or go anywhere. <laughs> I'm a hermit. I'm a hermit's well, hermit. I, I definitely will miss the short work weeks. It's uh, a bummer yeah. to have to work five days again, but you know we can't uh, we can't win all the time. That's true. That's true. So my uh, my deliveries all were successfully received on on uh, Wednesday last week. Yes. So you you know the trials and tribulations here, but I will explain for the listeners of the process. So I you know I had a, a new video card come in. I upgraded from my GTX 760 to a 970 which size-wise they're about the same width and height-wise, but this one's just a hair. It's probably a good it doesn't look like in the picture I sent you, but it's just a hair longer. And um that thing like so from the it stretches all the way like right where the tail end of that card meets the front of the case. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, I don't have anything spaced there. Like, that was empty. I don't have any hard drives or anything, but right there is where my uh, my SATA cable runs between one of my physical drives and my solid-state drive mm-hmm. and the power coupling there, you know, the power cable as well. So it, I had to, like, finagle those a little bit to allow it to actually fit in there. But, I mean, gosh, it's like a... It's crazy what video cards have, have changed over time. It's just a mass of heat sinks and fans... Yes, and then plus like, it's got like dual vents blowing out the back of the case too. Yeah, it takes up it takes up two slots on the on the back of the the bay. Yeah, like two bay two areas. slots, and then uh, yeah, it takes up the two power adapters. And now you have to have um, two cards of the same type to run in SLI or. I think you have cro- to have two or, of the exact same the card. Exact same. Yeah. One day maybe I'll be able to do that, but uh, not not for the price tag of this thing was. Um, no. Well, I hear sometimes that it causes more problems than it. Than yeah, it I really think helps. I think you're really better off if you like. You're probably I think you get better performance on just a higher tier card than if you're you know a dual lower tier. I would yeah. feel like, but it also seems like that's just gonna put up. That's a lot of heat in one space too. If you had two cards, that's but true. I guess at that point, if you're if you're doing dual video card setups, you're probably already you know doing aftermarket. Well, and each one's and... doing half the work, really. That's so true. They're probably not getting that hot, but I don't know. That's Either way, it's it is a lot of heat and it's a lot of dust yeah. moving around. And if one go, well, I guess if one goes bad, you have <laughs> you can go back to single yeah. mode. But um, 
Yeah, I've never been interested in the the dual video card setup. No. I, I mean, it basically, if you don't know what we're talking about, it basically one video card will handle every other uh, line of whatever it's processing, whatever graphics it's processing. That's my understanding. Anyway, mm. uh, that's a basic, probably a very basic way of explaining it. But it basically, each one's doing half the load, so you would assume it would you know take off the load of each card and they could handle things a little bit better but i don't know it just seems like a lot of things to have to worry about to me it's already bad yeah. enough to have one <laughs> video card so uh, yeah but boy. it went in okay you didn't have to squeeze because like I, I have a cpu fan or not a cpu fan but a um case fan that i have to like the motherboard has a really stupidly placed c uh fan power connector to the motherboard uh. so i have to like really work it underneath and around the the graphics card because it's so tall and lengthy oh what i hate is right where the video card is well first you got to have the the power the power to the power supply on the motherboard runs across that same way but then there's this long cable that's never quite long enough that um connects to the front usb the front panel usb and then like the front panel microphone Mm -hmm. and uh sound jacks and outs and those stretch, you know, from like the front of the case all the yep. way down to the bottom of the motherboard. And it's just a very poor placement. I always hate that. So um, what I had done, I had, cleaned up, I had cleaned out my case the night before, you know, sprayed it out, vacuumed out the dust. and then, Got it um, ready for the new baby. <laughs> yeah. So I had it, as soon as I brought it home, I went in, just uninstalled the previous card through the Windows uninstaller and shut down. Mm-hmm. So I put the new card in, and I'm like, okay, let's ready to go. Boot it up, get to the first uh, the BIOS splash screen, and nothing past the BIOS splash screen. I'm like, oh, that's not good. And if I'd let it sit there long enough, I'd get these weird horizontal lines Oh, in good. the screen too. So I don't know. Yeah, it, I don't know if it you know, was detecting sort of video card problems. So I'm like, okay, let's look at the post. So i do the post thing, and then I, it would show it. But I'm like, maybe it's not detecting a hard drive, and all my drives were showing up. I was like, all right. Uh, maybe the driver issue. So I take the, ca- luckily I didn't have everything wired in yet. So I just had the case. I just had the, the graphics card, you know, locked in place, but I didn't have, you know, my PC all put back in place and yeah. closed up nicely. So take the old card, the new card out, put the old card in computer boots back to windows. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's good then. And, um, I decided, well, I'll go in there and through, uh, the program manager, I'll uninstall all the drivers and apps for this for NVIDIA which was taking forever. And I was like, okay, screw this. So I just went and found a third party program that was a, you know, Nvidia uninstaller and it removed every trace of Nvidia on my computer, shut down again, put the new card in, uh, go to tr- push the power button on my case. Nothing, nothing at all. Just nothing. Ooh, I'm like, ooh, Oh that's God. Scary. So then I just sat there frantically just pushing the power button repeatedly. I'm like, come on, <laughs> start up. And then all of a sudden I powered up. I'm like, yay. It's like an old car uh, that you have to kind of pump the gas a little bit. Well, and I'm sitting there messing with it, and I'm noticing, like, something's, like, something's weird, and I'm, like, um, I'm, like, okay, it's powered up, so I start installing, um, through the GeForce experience, I start installing the drivers, and it was, like, three-quarters of the way installed, and all of a sudden, the power went on again. I was, like, oh, what the hell? Then I started checking again, and I'm pretty sure it was the connection to the motherboard was loose. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I just checked out my power connections and snugged it up and it booted fine. So then I tightened it all up and then it would, yeah, it, 
needless to say, after I did that, removed all the driver instances, and then uh, it would boot to Windows fine. So, I mean, it could have been, maybe it was, uh, like you and I had talked, maybe it wasn't slotted quite all the way. Yeah. Uh, you know, or maybe the, it's weird that a driver, a Windows driver, was preventing, like a driver conflict was preventing it from boot to Windows altogether. Like, it wouldn't even boot past BIOS, which is kind of kind of strange. But, hey, I got that straightened out. Computer boots up. And, uh, yeah, I am... Honestly, I like having the, the better video card, but really, I I noticed, I think, more this the, the new display more than anything else. It's just crazy, like, how much nicer this looks than the monitor I was <laughs> using. So I have two monitors set up now, and just fidelity-wise, you know, like, the picture's sharper, text is a lot clearer. Um, yeah, the colors are more vibrant. And then... uh. You know, a slightly better resolution. I mean, I was at a 1680 by 1050, and now this is a 1920 by 1080, I believe is the name well, of Well, I think the ratio, I think that your old one is a 16 by 10, which is oh, okay. less common, and that one is a 16 by 9, which is more common. Because I noticed okay. when I was watching your streams, they'll be the sides will be boxed off on Twitch because yeah, of the different... Well, especially, like... Well, lately, like if I was streaming Battlefront, I had to really downscale it, because mm-hmm. um, that game is really taxing on my CPU. I've noticed, like, I, just playing it, I'll have kind of a high higher CPU usage. But I, whatever, I've messed with my settings previously, and I cannot get them back to how I was using it. And I cannot stream that game for CRUD anymore. It always looks like runs like CRUD, so I don't even. Hmm. Uh, I probably don't even bother. But yeah, I would just have to. I'd have to downscale my resolution, and then yeah, you get like the side litter box stuff going on and um really really bizarre um so yeah i'm loving that and you know just to, to try to somewhat uh benchmark it you know i was running battlefront on medium settings at a lower resolution and now i'm running on a higher resolution in high settings so nice um a jump up across the board i mean it runs fine um i'm really happy with it i did play i did purchase you know elite dangerous as well and i've messed around with that just a little bit i guess i'm just it's not lucas it sounds like i'm doing what you playing i guess i'm just going right what? into that what you playing <laughs> mega man mega man i'll help you out there mega man um which is you know it's a mmo space flight sim simulation i don't know you fly around in a ship and explore the system solar systems um <laughs> Yeah, so I got this the Hotus Thrust H O T S Hotus. I don't know how you pronounce it. Their Thrustmaster. Um, it's a I don't know. It's it's a flight stick and throttle. Um, they come connected, or you can separate the two and space them apart, which is what I do. So I have the keyboard plus those. So for master buttons everywhere. But uh, I just did a couple of few tutorials, and right away I was like. Oh my gosh, I'm terrible at that. I just feel like I'm, I was fighting like two, it was like combat training and you're fighting against two ships. And I felt like I was just endlessly circling and not able, because they're more maneuverable than you on purpose. I'm like, I can't even get behind these guys. How am I ever going to kill them? Oh, and uh, after messing with my keybinds and stuff and actually being able to use my secondary weapons, then it helped a lot. But it's just from what I've played, I haven't even played, like I didn't have time to put into it yet. I didn't even, I haven't even played the actual game, but just flying from what i have and be able to use the throttle to control your speed and everything it's like this is gonna be a lot of fun to get into it's really cool and just all like there's 10 buttons on this thing between the two controls so you've got all these buttons to mess with all these i mean ah it's gonna be 
I'm guessing out over. I'm guessing when you talk about the Hotus joystick or flight stick, you don't mean the one that's four hundred dollars. <laughs> no, mine was uh it's regularly on sale on Amazon for like thirty five bucks. Okay. I think I'm looking it's, at the right it's one. Like, it's like an eighty dollar stick, I think. This one, but, the the four hundred dollar one is like made out of metal and has like e, actual yeah, metal this, dip switches or flip switches. Yeah, this one and definitely stuff. is not made out of that. Well, I mean, I guess if you want that one, <laughs> I go big so, or go home. I drop $500 on one, you know, good. Had a little, a little yeah. mini uh, heart attack. I was like, geez, how much did you drop? But because they're both called Hotas for some reason. I don't know what yeah, that means. Yeah, but. I think I think that's their the actual company that makes it. Maybe I don't know. And, uh, you know, this is what you do when you deprive yourself all year. And when you do buy something, you go, you go big. Crazy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's been fun. And, and oddly enough, though, I mean, I, I can't shake Battlefront. Like, anytime I have downtime, I'm just like, oh, I want to play Battlefront. I've just been having, even though, you know, it's unbalanced and all the stupid stuff that happens, I still am drawn to that game. I love playing Cargo, 6v6, that CTF mode. I'll just play that to death. I mean, I haven't Ain't played. It's been a long time since I've gone to the, like the forty, the forty-player phrase, but it's been so nice now that you have it to actually play with the uh, well, a teammate. Because half the time it's like it's bugged and you lose your partner mid-match. So not being oh, able to spawn, sucks. you know, get that forward moving spawn point is well. Partner is huge. spawn is partner starts usually grayed out anyway, <laughs> unless yeah, you just die true. too. So somebody's like always in combat, or for me, I feel like oh, partner start and you go to move your mouse to it and then it's and grayed then, out. Yep, like, come yep. on. Um, that's that's really been it game wise. I bounced between those. Oh, I did go back to the old staple. I uh, I stumbled into Awesome Knots at the end of the yeah, week. Yeah, saw and, that. Um, yeah, they've got an expansion. We I think we kind of maybe we talked about. It. I don't know they have an, a new expansion on the way. Um, adding three new characters, a new matchmaking system, new revamping the art. Like I think uh, Lone Star is getting brand new character art. It's getting like completely redone. I think they're gonna clean up some of the artwork on other existing characters. But I've seen kind of contradicting. Um, information on that. Um, mm-hmm. But right now they did have a bigger patch where they released and now there's a leveling system. So they kind of reworked the skills and now as your team gets kills and stuff, you your team earns XP and then, you know, similar like Heroes of the Storm, you know, your team has levels and you get stronger as your team levels up. So you, I think uh, your your attack, your damage and your, like, your attack speed levels up as your team levels up. So, I mean, I haven't noticed a huge difference Um with that but i mean it's still fun to play um, i better go on the forums and complain about all the changes <laughs> they made yeah, exactly and that that was really it um everything that i've played i am very close to finishing uh star wars battlefront twilight company which has taken me forever to read and oh yeah a couple checkouts from the library i've got like 80 pages it's due back on thursday so i'll hopefully be finishing it tomorrow night and uh it's just you know it's a good read, but I don't know. It just doesn't have the pull. Like it kind of jumps around. It kind of gives you some sort of loose story to justify while you're you're fighting on these different. Like while you're fighting on, there's like a storyline that takes place on Celeste, and then there talks like some of the characters end up on Hoth a little bit, and um, like there. It's weird because you're. Well, I guess I don't want to. I I can't really. It's weird. There's the this location they're going to now is some imperial, you know, uh, engineering factory facility but it's also something that was in star wars the old republic which is kind of weird um 
and it's called the same thing and it serves the same purpose so hmm. i don't know kind of weird um i don't i i i guess i wouldn't recommend someone to buy that book i just based on the other ones i've read this isn't uh I, I, maybe it's just me maybe it's just that uh i don't know i've so far i've the best of these new uh canon books i still think lords of the S- even though it took me longer lords of the sith was probably still my favorite like aftermath was still kind of meh um i will check out sean's recommendation still though that that lost stars that he talked about that song yeah cool. i want there's the, there's another young adult novel too called um before the awakening that kind of gives some backstory to like finn and ray and poe dameron so i kind of want to read about that a little bit um too I usually shy away from you know young adult stuff. I'm sure it's hit and miss, but um, probably has vampires in it. <laughs> yeah. And then um, yeah, I got some comics to pick up so I can catch up on that. I didn't have Vader down zero. Oh jeez, you got a lot of so because I don't have that, I can't read any of what I have for Star Wars or Darth Vader because they continue that that story. I've got to complain a little bit about that because I picked them all. I had, I told you about how I had a ton of them waiting for me to pick up and they marked Vader down as Darth Vader, Vader down, whatever. Oh, one zero zero one. And then it continues into star Wars, Darth Vader. And then yes. they put, and thankfully they put a little badge on it that tells you because Vader Down you... is a one shot, I believe, right? The very first. So wait, it's Vader Down one, right? There's not a Vader Down zero. Exactly correct. Okay, because I was like, I thought I also I thought I thought there was a zero, and I just double checked my email, and I was like, no, I've got Vader Down number one. I'm like, ah, oh. but yeah, I thought I thought Vader Down was going to be like. Well, I remember Nathan and I talking about it when it first was announced. I'm like, oh, it's a one shot, but then I think I got misconstrued or something i thought oh it was going to be its own like little mini limited arc but yeah like you're saying vader down just continued in the storylines of the two existing comics we're reading right which is fine but it's confusing because they printed the badge on there which i didn't notice until i was already confused and i was like oh okay well at least like part two of six or whatever i can follow that but then they the newest uh vader down they didn't print that on there so then it got uh-huh. even more confusing because it doesn't it's not called uh Vader Down anymore. It's called like Star Wars Darth Vader or just Darth yes. Vader or whatever and it gets confusing. So that's my gripe with yeah. that whole mess cuz well, I had I to look up that. how to I had to figure out how to read everything that I had cuz <laughs> I had some from before that, the annuals, I didn't know where the annuals fit in with that. So yeah, it was I haven't, confusing. I don't think I've even re- yeah, I haven't even read my annuals yet because because of this. I don't know. You're on hold. You, you've got or, the Oh, yeah, it's uh, like the right here is, yeah, the annual. I just, yeah, I didn't read it yet. I mean, I'm sure I could, but, well, no, I didn't because I don't think I've read the other way. Yeah, I've got some reading to do. And then I thought my my uh, subscription through Marvel had ended. And, yeah. Um, and Darth Vader 13, or Darth Vader 14, so I had subscribed to that through Vault of Midnight, and I just got Darth Vader 14 in the mail, so... <laughs> I got a double. If anyone wants a copy of Darth Vader 14, I'm pretty sure I got two copies of it. So maybe you can. Uh, I'll mail it to you. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm on Wikipedia right now. So like, Vader Down One was released. Then you had Star Wars Darth Vader Issue 13, which is Vader Down Part Two. Star Wars Issue 13, which is Vader Down Part Three. Vader 14, which is Part Four. Star Wars 14 will be Part Five, and then. 
Star Wars Darth Vader 15 will end it. So it was a little six episode crossover event. And then it'll be released. uh, Looks like in a trade paperback in April. So interesting. There you go. And um, I I think that was really it there. But then we did watch a few things. Um, We finished uh, Making a Murder, which seems to be everyone's talking about that right now. Um, Left me a little bit uh, lacking. Very and also like very concerned with our judicial system here in the states. So I, if I'm ever wrongly wrongfully convicted of something, apparently I'm going to go to prison because <laughs> I don't have the money to pay for that type of defense. Um, and then on 2020, which is you know or not not 2020 Dateline NBC, they always cover like weird cases and stuff like that. They had something exactly like this whole Steve Avery case where uh, having a grocery store and a stock boy was like disappeared, and then someone was this uh, kid was arrested and convicted of it and went to serve four years in prison and then a maximum security prison too and there was no physical evidence from him and tying him to the scene and then eventually it was you know overturned but it's just like it's freaking crazy you know guilty I, and pro- I, until proven innocent yeah it's exactly and uh i mean i don't want to talk too much on that because if you're in- interested at all you should just watch it it's 10 episodes it's really good uh, you you need to check this out. I think this will appeal to you. Are you familiar with? Uh, it's a documentary that's on Netflix called Lost Soul. Uh, well, I know I haven't watched it, but it may have come across my. It's the one um, about um the troubled making of the island of Doctor Moreau. Yes, I saw. I haven't watched it, but I have. Um, I it focuses on the director on Richard Stanley. Yeah. Well, I know that um, the what's his name. Oh, gosh, why can't I remember his name? He was in um, um, Apocalypse Now and uh, the uh, Godfather actor. Francis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Uh, uh, why can't I remember his name? I'm going to make you an offer. Oh, uh, gosh. Yeah, this is stupid. I just watched it. Hold on. I have to look it up and spend <laughs> air, quality airtime on important things like this <laughs> marlon brando marlon God. brando how do you forget that name oh ron perlman was in it too imagine that oh poor him got to play some guy in makeup <laughs> imagine that uh i know that he at that was like he had gone like fully off the off the um flew out of the cuckoo's nest so to speak and had crazy thing like crazy um ideas and just hard to work with so i knew that well, was one problem of the whole val thing. kilmer was a major asshat for that whole movie too oh like yeah, a, complete yeah. Prick, a prick to work with and val kilmer and man you know imagine that but yeah like uh he uh everyone on there went kind of like the whole the whole production just went was terrible and uh but you you know stanley was like he richard stanley like wrote the screenplay and had worked on it for like you know a couple years prior and it had a completely different uh it's completely different than what, what actually was released but i mean once he gets you know he'd only done like smaller independent um like horror films things like that prior which one of his other movies is on there i really want to watch um oh god what's that one called it's hardware on, Yes, and I want to watch that next because it just seems completely ridiculous. Um, just the picture too, because um, it's like it's kind of like future <laughs> punk, but steampunk too, and it's something to do with that that 
robotic hand. I don't know. I I had. Well, it's got Iggy it. Pop in it, so it must be. Good. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. Look at the look at the cast. It's got Dylan McDermott, Iggy Pop, Lemmy Kilmeister. I mean, it's like it's peace. like a real life um, heavy metal <laughs> movie or yeah, something. It's gonna be ridiculous. I can't wait. Um, but yeah, so he has this. So he hadn't worked on something like this, and then like Val Kilmer was just horribly difficult to work with. Um, was an asshole. Was just wouldn't uh, cooperate. And then like Richard Stanley was really really kooky. They were off in on set in uh, some island in Australia or this remote part of Australia, and just problem after problem. And eventually, like after I don't remember like the first month, I think it was the. New Line, I think it was New Line. Um, they pulled the plug on him and pulled him out, put it the whole project on hold, and they bring in this other director to finish it. And um, originally, it was supposed to have Bruce Willis was going to co-star in it, so they had Bruce Willis, Val Kilmer. I mean, they had this huge cast, but then that's when him and Demi Moore split up, so that caused a problem. And then, um, right at that same time, too. Um, Oh, what's his name's daughter he committed suicide? So that, uh, <laughs> jeez, there was, a, I mean, it was just, yeah, Brand, Marlon Brando's daughter. So there was, there was a bunch of problems there. And then, um, yeah, the, the, the whole direction of the screenplay was changed. I mean, it just took forever to film. It, the cast was being created, you know, just what, one thing I, because I, I remember watching this, we used to be on Stars all the time. I remember watching it quite a bit when I was a kid. And it was, you know, it's just a weird movie. But the, of course it is. The makeup is, I think, awesome what they did for the, the makeup effects on the, the animals yeah <laughs> looks spoilers so, it uh yeah it it was terrible but once you learn more about this movie and this kind of like ruined richard stanley's career as a director he was really becoming an up-and-coming director at that time and then that kind of destroyed that for him so i was john john frankenheimer was the director that stepped in to kind of repair the project so uh they did end up like they ended up Somewhat breaking even. I mean, box office wise, it made money, but then, uh, you know, by the time of your marketing and everything like that, they ended up because they had a bunch of like forty, and I think it made like forty nine million at the box office. So, yeah, uh, they did lose money on it, and uh, yeah, it's just really interesting. It was only, you know, it's only like an hour and twenty minutes long, so not a horrible uh, thing to get through. But yeah, that like you said, like that's the one thing Marlon Brando, like Val Kilmer, one thing he does talk about is like what they aren't shooting, the set isn't working. Or what's going on and Marlon Brando's in his trailer Val Kilmer's in his trailer and Marlon Brando won't come out until Val Kilmer comes out first and Val Kilmer won't come out of his trailer until Brando comes out of his trailer <laughs> you know it's just ridiculous stuff like that and um, Bunch of babies. you right remember like if you if you even search like if you just google search Island of Dr. Monroe one of the uh, one of the images comes up I'll pull it up again because I can get the guy's name um yeah, like one of the first images is like of Brando and this little guy with these headbands on. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He's a Spanish. He's like the world at the time. He was the world's you know, smallest man. He's a Spanish actor, and he was just supposed to be on um, on set, you know, as an ex, not as an extra, but you know, a back character of such yeah. type. And like Brando saw him and like fell in love with him and wanted him in like every scene with him. Oh God! And it was and it was Brando's doing is why he's dressed mirrored as him. That was all Marlon Brando. Um, it's his salacious so, crumb. Yeah, and that—that's really <laughs> what kind of started the uh, 
like that's what I'm pretty sure that like they talk about in the documentary too. That's like what Mini Me came from. Yeah. You know, based on him, because there's even a scene where they're playing piano and he's on top of this grand piano playing a piano as well. So. Oh gosh. Just it's just really bizarre. Like Brando just doing just being kooky. And, yeah, like you said, it was messed up. Plus, it's got that uh, that girl. I don't. I think you said before you don't like. Uh, Fruit. What the hell's hmm. her name? Um, Feruza Bulk. But uh, what did I? What do I not like her from? I don't know. I just feel like you might have said. Maybe you said I don't like her face. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I do say that a lot. I don't know, oh, but I don't uh, like your face. Sounds like I something Marlon Brando would say. It's interesting because it gives you a, uh, an insight of like all the horrible problems that would come up on a film set. So I'm interested to hear from a from a background that you have your take on everything. So. Well, There's if you, that. if you like that, you should check out Heart of Darkness too. We watched that in um, uh, film school, and it's about making um, Apocalypse Now. So, uh, okay, you know, I don't even know if I've even watched that yet. I haven't. <laughs> I'll admit. You know. Um. Hmm. Okay, I'll check that out, and. Thing. I did watch some. I'm still trying to get through Jessica Jones. I read today, I think the Daredevil is supposed to come out in March. Oh, wow. Um, gosh, I don't. That's all I had there. And lastly, when I had 30 minutes to kill, I finally watched Kung Fury. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Why didn't you tell me to watch that sooner? Usually, when it's things like that, like kind of really over the top, kind of dumb, stupid media. It's a huge turnoff to me, but I don't know whatever reason it was for this. I loved every second of it. <laughs> we got to oh, be prepared my... for it for sure. You can't go in yeah. serious. I mean, I was laughing all the time. It was just over the top, ridiculous. It's like a mix match of video games and the 80s and other ridiculousness. But oh, like the music. I love the music. I love just the, the over the top everything. Uh, I mean,. <laughs> Uh, I guess David there's a Hasselhoff game out for that sort now. of in there. Is there really? Yeah, it's like a um, side-scrolling beat 'em up thing. So I know. I mean, I know we talked about it a long time ago um, when you had watched it. But like, how did this come about? It was from Kickstarter. Yeah, I, I, or some. It was crowdfunded somehow. Um, well, and they also I, they had it on um, Steam for free to watch for a while as well okay it has a 10 out of 10 on steam <laughs> apparently of course it does i love um, how it's it, it reminds me a lot of uh it gives me that similar vibe a little bit of what uh, iron sky does mm-hmm. that you know that the fact that it's it's a foreign english language film but it just it the way it portrays nazis and hitler of all things you know oh gosh well yeah because he wants to be a karate master or whatever obviously yeah I, I love though like every I don't know every character is more ridiculous than the next like Thor and then uh, Hacker Man oh my God. Hacker Man <laughs> uh, Rhino Cop the, or whatever uh, Triceracop Triceracop just Cop. like and for being what it is I mean it's like the effects and everything are pretty well done it's like stuff people make for YouTube like for to put on YouTube but it's actually done well as opposed to kind of being done well but kind of still amateurish i guess yeah so i'm gonna have to read into it because i want to know more about um 
the story well, behind it and everything. But I mean, it was just, I, I just, I loved it. It was, you know, it's only 30 minutes long. I could watch, I could have watched a full length film though of this oh, nonsense. Geez. Like, a full length film being 90 minutes, I hope, because that would be, it just depends on how good it, it would have to be. Laser, um, come on, laser rafters. That's true. That's true. And also going back in time for no reason. Gotta have that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It was funded through Kickstarter from December 2013 to January 2014, and it raised uh, 630000 And the target was only 200000 And it looks like they would need it a million to get to the feature film. That was their goal. Oh, so they were going to make it into one if they... Yeah. But it's just... It's like... It's just so ridiculous. <laughs> you know? And it, <laughs> and it jumps... Like the beginning, how it jumps to and from so quick... And like the quick, how it cut, it has a lot of quick cuts, and it just jumps around. Oh my! I, the only part that I thought was it, they overplayed. If you, if you can even have a a, a a complaint on this, it was like the the fight scene at the end in Germany, where he's like just fighting through this horde of Nazi soldiers for like six minutes. Yeah, yeah. It was very. Um, have you ever seen? I well, felt like I was watching a psychedelic video game, though. There's a there's a movie called The Raid Redemption I think and there's a, I have not watched a, that there's a part where it's like hallway and it's all kind of 2D like that was so um, it's very reminded reminiscent of that if you will but yeah I'm, I'm just, glad you liked it uh, it's silly yeah I I love the 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 look of it you know that visual style it has and I just it, I mean it looks I like the uh, I'm, man, for that budget, like all the the visual effects look really good. I thought the the dinosaurs and stuff like that, you know, it didn't look cheap. Even though, but I love the uh, the tracking effect that would come into play when it looks like you're watching oh, yeah. some crappy VHS. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I love. It's like some what is it? Uh, Swedish synthwave musician Mitch Murder and Lost Years. That's who did the most of the soundtrack. Oh, it's released on vinyl. Well, I might have to try to get that. Oh jeez. Oh man. So that was a fun end to my my week for the show at least was watching that today. So nice. nice. I leave you that. Excellent. Shall I pick it up here? You should you um, should do that. I didn't I didn't do a whole lot, I don't think. Um well, you know, we'll talk a little bit about Fallout 4. I, uh, after ah uh, yes, I play. I did play some of it, and uh, I will say that um, I one thing that I noticed right away, and I mean you can obviously see it if you look at any videos of it. It definitely helps from a graphical upgrade from because I feel like when Fallout Three and New Vegas came out, they were kind of half a step behind graphically, and I mean it doesn't really bug me that much, but when you see like every like like let's say that you have character customization when your character really doesn't look any different than when you started out from the the model head that they give you or whatever it it mm. doesn't really change much like how you might as well not even really be able to customize just pick from like six presets or something and go about your way uh, a lot of people look the same, you know, in Fallout Three. It's just the, it's just slightly different. Uh, but in this, uh, there's a lot of, like, hair actually looks like hair, and um, not just some crappy texture they threw on a, on the, um, the person or whatever. And uh, it just graphically, it, there's a lot more fidelity there. So I appreciate that. Helps to immerse the player. Um, 
but it's it's the same old Fallout Four. They actually most of the music is is pretty much directly from Fallout Three. Uh, it's pretty much all the old classics that are gonna get stuck in your head. Nobody will know what you're talking about unless they've played it before. So, um, and then I actually do you remember me talking about that Shadowrun book called Fade to Black about that the guy with the stupid haircut and mustache. Uh, yeah, I remember you talking about. I feel like Fade to Black sounds familiar, but I don't remember the haircut and mustache part. But Okay, you, you should know, look at it. If you look up Fade to Black, um, Shadowrun, you Black. should, yeah, you should get the cover. And <laughs> it's the worst. Like, the the way we thought the future was going to be in, oh God. like, the 1990s is ridiculous. <laughs> Do you see Hold it? Hold on. Let's just look at the cover art. He's like a yeah. crappy pirate with a <laughs> mullet. I don't... He, he looks like Rousdauer from that <sighs> horrible movie. It's like a giant. It looks like he's got a giant pulse rifle. You know that I, I I'm gonna interrupt you just a second here because uh, that reminds a... me. I I only saw the it was only the end of it, but it was on the other day. It was uh, and I had to watch it. Of course, was uh, oh Rick Deckard slicing through some replicants. Oh yeah yeah. Um, Blade at the Runner. end of oh Blade Runner yeah. Oh, from a like good... it was like this. Oh. Okay, that totally reminds me too. I have one other thing to talk about after you're done. <laughs> do you, do you just we're all over, we're all over the place today? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's I'm okay. sorry. Do you see but his yes. horrible hair? Hair though. I, yeah, I wish the you know it looks like he's on the cover of something else too. If you look at uh, Change Shadowrun Changeling, there's another really oh, yeah. crappy guy. He's got a mustache and bad hair. I don't have that one yet, unfortunately. Oh yeah, well they all kind of look like that. It's like when were these? When were these all like written mostly? Late '80s and early '90s, I believe. Probably now, like '94-ish. How many of these? How many of these have you read now? This has been like a couple, isn't it? Oh, more than a couple. I've probably read about six now. Like, is it like do you like the stories, or are they as corny as their cover art? I mean, um. It goes, it's from story to story, depends on how good they are. Um, this one was definitely better than, because this is the same author that did the one that I talked about, Striper Assassin. Um, okay, the one okay. that, where the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. woman yeah, turns I into a tiger. One. Um, this one's a little bit better, but they all basically turn into the same thing because Shadowrun is all about corporations hiring Shadowrunners to to basically do a job and then they dupe them and get rid of the evidence by killing the shadow runners or hunting them down or whatever. Um, so, I mean, most of them are fairly the same, but some of them are different enough to actually be interesting, but the world, you definitely get a, a larger, um, picture of what the world is like, because a lot of these don't take place just in Seattle, which like in the nineties, um, I just had the video game to go off of, which was Seattle. Um, mm -hmm. But this one was actually pretty good, which is weird because it was from the same author. So it turned out a little bit better. It basically, uh, that guy on the cover is runs a group of um, Shadowrunners, and he is actually somewhat honorable. So when he find he'll only do certain types of jobs. There's things like, um, well, for instance, in this one, they're they're uh, the corporations will hire Shadowrunners to forcefully steal, kidnap um, workers from other corporations that might have uh, data that they want or um, mm -hmm. technology, anything like that. Or they might just be good scientists, so they'll force them to work for their company. So he won't do snatch and grabs if the person doesn't want to go. 
And that's kind of what it turns turns out to be. He's hired to snatch back this guy who was stolen from this company in the first place. And he's told him, I wouldn't I'm not going to do it if I find out that he's doesn't want to go. And this is all a ruse or whatever. And the guy wants to go, but he also has his wife there. And it, it turns out that, like, he's not really um, this person that he's supposed to be. They made copies of this guy to confuse other corporations into taking the copies instead of the real one. Of course, he doesn't know that. He finds one copy and then thinks that he's saving the the real person, the other real person, once he finds out there's copies. Uh, turns yeah. out that's a copy too, but he doesn't know that like the book ends without him knowing that. And so it was pretty interesting. Cause, um, you kind of had that, like, I don't, I don't know what's real, like which, which story to believe or whatever, or what's, you know, cause the wife is the one who's talking about how there's these copies of her husband. Um, but one of the coolest parts is there's a, a shaman mage. There's a lot, there's two different kinds of mages. There's shamans who follow like animals and stuff. They're very spiritual yeah. kind of it's bordering on racist, like Indian shaman type he, stuff. Yeah. And they're kind of more of like a support. Type yeah. Generally too. they don't have a, they don't, they're not normally throwing fireballs or anything yeah. like that. Uh, and then you have like your usual mage, um, type like anything that you would you would see in any other magic user type person uh but this guy was kind of cool because he followed uh the totem of raccoon which is i haven't seen anybody do that so he's very like stealthy and his the way he looks at the world is a little bit different than most people Uh, when he steals something he leaves something else um so that it's like uh, one for one you know he doesn't owe anything he didn't really steal in his weird like moral system um so the the, the guy's name is bandit of course so that was kind of cool so I, I just feel like hmm. it it's better when you actually have a group of shadow runners to focus on as opposed to the other book where it was just one person uh you get like uh, less of the characters yeah. and um, she wasn't really a shadow runner anyway so uh definitely was more in line with the other stuff i've read so i mean definitely cheesy it's always like hard-boiled uh noir detective comics or detective novels so uh, by no means do i think it's good i just like to read it because it's yeah shadow run yeah it's more shadow run it's like more so i really want to i gotta freaking play those games i gotta finish dragonfall so i can actually play hong kong yeah, I I'm glad that I finished them, but I don't know when I'm gonna pick up Hong Kong. Uh, I thought about it when it was on sale, but still, ten dollars. Ain't I ain't got ten dollars laying around anymore? Seems like anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, I watched uh, Making a Murder. Um, I I finished all. I actually ended up watching like three episodes today. Like you said, man, oh, they do nice. a really great job of making you want to watch the next one, especially in oh, some yeah. of those episodes. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it for anybody because there's really no point in watching it if you are like. I can't even imagine. I never heard anything about this, so watching it now, I'm just like. I mean, it kind of makes sense because I was in high school uh, for the bigger, like the later part portion of it. Um, so I wouldn't really have cared and I probably wouldn't have really cared now, to be honest with you. I don't really follow the news. I don't watch the news. Um, but (laughs) I can't imagine knowing what happened and watching it now, especially if I'm, was a person who 
was of the mindset that he is guilty. So, um, yeah. But I mean, I don't need to go into that because, like you said, everybody's talking about it, and we've talked about it. So it it was. I'm glad I watched it. So, um, take it for what you will. And um, think that's it, really. Besides Battlefront and Darkest Dungeon, every once in a while. So. Oh, there you go. Uh, since we had watched the first one, Jess wanted to watch uh, Silence of the Lambs, the sequel. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Hannibal. Now, so. Are you watching them in order then, or no? The order that they it was released? just it was just on, so we just watched it. Um, okay. So because we had watched Silence of the Lambs a few you know a few months back, and so we watched this one, and um, not that you know it. I I would have watched it you know a few years ago, and it, it's very disappointing. I find as as a movie, mm-hmm. it just you know it doesn't do a whole lot it just relies on some shock you know you get the shock factor of how he kills some people with the whole you know ray ray liotta eating his brain and right uh <laughs> um the whole oh gosh the mace what is the character's name now uh mason whatever the one the one billionaire that survives the scarred the, up dude yeah survives the attack yeah, that guy freaks me on out him previously yeah so it's such a creepy looking makeup but you know it's freaking fantastically applied that's one heck of an appliance and the fact that it's uh what's gary oldman down underneath i know you'd never guess that yeah you know, no kidding him. um that character does appear in the tv show i guess as well um the hannibal television series Mm-hmm. Uh, which I've never heard watched, was, but uh, heard it was good actually. Yeah, um, yeah, I I think so. So that's uh, that's all I have on it. It's kind of interesting to watch, you know. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's mm-hmm. all I got, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what uh, I made Star Wars. So mm-hmm. suck, yep. suck, suck an egg. Did you hear that that, that <laughs> the comment? It, it kind of got uh, retreat. It got kind of retread a couple times, but apparently, like he had. When he it, like one of his older interviews from way like we had even talked about it how he you know how he didn't want to be in, how if he was have been involved in the new movie he would just mucked it up you know from being involved so but he was quoted as saying like him selling it to Disney was like him selling to a bunch of white slavers <laughs> or something like that was a quote he had made and it's just like wow that that's one hell of a comparison you're you're selling you're making there. Yeah, uh, no kidding. Speaking of speaking of Star Wars, it sold a lot of tickets. So. Oh really? Like, as as predicted, it's gonna break all the records. I mean, I guess it was okay. <laughs> I've heard it was a good movie. I didn't watch it. Ah. Uh, well. I have. I mean, we don't really well, have a lot of news, but. No, we don't. I, but we I have, have one thing that I've been look, talking about. Do we want to talk? Is this what I, is this what I talked told you about today? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I've been waiting for so, this forever. So speaking of speaking of video cards, I have I you know upgraded mine. I am now VR compatible. You are. But unfortunately, I dropped some knowledge on Lucas today. Well, and I will I will let you I will like this is your this has always been your your subject. So I will let you. Yes. Enlighten. Ever since we had the um, tech news section, remember that. <laughs> That's uh <laughs> you know, like well they're making uh, flying motorcycles now. <laughs> uh, uh, how foolish we were. But one of the things that I've always, you know, threw into that section anytime that I had any news for it, because I 
have always, ever since the days of yore, when I had, um, like, gosh, even before PC Gamer, like Electronic Gaming Monthly and stuff like that, back in the Genesis days where they thought they were going to be able to make virtual reality a thing, you know, back then. That makes a lot of sense, right? Uh, knowing what we know now, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I've always really had a kind of a keen interest in um, virtual reality since then, and it's never really been a thing until now. And once I learned about Oculus Rift, I would, you know, put it in the show as much as I could whenever there was anything interesting uh, to be said. You know, like when we thought, like everyone was talking about when Facebook bought Oculus Rift and we were like, or people, dumb people were like, well, are they going to make Facebook Oculus Rift only? Uh, like, yeah. But anyways, all that to say that uh, they, ha you know, now is it's getting closer to their released launch time of first quarter of 2016. And they had announced that pre-orders would be soon to follow. And I was getting frustrated because in my mind, I would have thought you would have pre-orders ready by Christmas because if you're going to sell something, you're probably going to sell it mostly on Christmas. Uh, yeah. But, you know, that's not always a bad thing if they're trying to get if if you're trying to get something right, like I look at video games, if you're just rushing it to get it out by Christmas, I mean, that's been happening since the 80s and that never goes well. So, I mean, if they had some things to perfect, I can't blame them, but waited with baiting breath, baited breath. And you uh, dropped on me today. I somehow hadn't seen it by that point that uh, pre-orders for the Oculus Rift will start on Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, I believe. Still no price yet, though, um, which is a little weird. I kind of feel like that, yeah, I'm that's kind of strange. That wouldn't like leak out yet. Well, especially because, I mean, I'm probably gonna need a little bit of time to move over funds from my savings account and you know open a few new credit cards so that I can <laughs> so that I can pre-order <laughs> one. Uh, but seriously, it's it's it, it, I don't know if that is a normal thing or or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, and. All we know, insider trading information here. So I, I've yes. talked about the, the Discord server I'm a part of and the oldies group, which started, you know, based around Splatoon. They've kind of, I'm not quite, I am still a mod there. I'm not quite as active because I, I haven't played Splatoon in forever, but I still uh, participate. One of the other mods there, uh, his name's Drew, he has a friend that apparently works for Oculus. Mm -hmm. And so he's he's seen some of the early dev stuff, and he's played you know he's seen some of the stuff they've worked on for the consumer version. And so it's really cool, and he he's really psyched about VR. But apparently he knows he asked his buddy, you know how much is going to cost, and he said well, like you know I can't say. And so but he did get him to play hot or cold. So he started out you know like three hundred, and he's like cold. And then he jumped up to like jumped around a lot, but the closest he got was like in the six hundred dollar range. And his buddy said he was hot. And, you know, wouldn't let them keep guessing. Um, mm -hmm. So we're looking at, like, you know, probably around 600 and something dollars for this thing. And I think if I, you know, the the dev kit was, what, 300 350 Yeah. And they had said it was going to cost more than that. So I was thinking it would still be in the 350 to, like, 400 range. But, man, if it's up in the 600s, that really puts it uh, out of sight for... Out of a lot of people's reach, really. For a lot of people. I mean, now, it, I mean... Definitely the enthusiasts are going to are gonna be able to do it. but I do. I, I have actually thought about this a little bit. And I have some um, speculation about that price. I have some qualms with it, if you will. 
uh, I mean, it, it still it still could be that price. There's nothing saying that it couldn't be. However, if that is true, then they definitely went back on some of the statements that they still have posted on their website. Because one thing I forgot when you told me that is that when initially, well, not initially, but around the probably dev kit two, maybe Crescent Bay area. Uh, so like the third prototype, they were asked, um, I think it's Crescent Bay. Maybe it's Crystal Cove. I don't know. Anyway, Crystal Cove, Crescent Bay, it's all. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it all whatever. Um, they were asked how much it would be, and they had said a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars, with the idea that you would also be buying a, a new computer with it to to run oh, the okay. Rift. So well, if that's true, it, then it comes with impossible. an Xbox One controller. Well, that's where like fifty to eighty dollars is coming from right there. So that definitely ups the price because you got to think if the dev kit was however much it was, um. 350 or whatever that's automatically at least $50 slapped on there as well so there's an upgrade in um in price right there but from what I've talked to some of the people who are in um kind of a news group that I'm in called road to VR uh, I don't normally post on this but I was talking to them and one guy said that it doesn't really, it's not really changed too much from the dev kit two as far as specs go. They might have made um, different like material for it and like uh, some of the materials for the fabrication of it might be different. They added a another, it, it's going to take four USB ports now, which is crazy. Oh, wow. Um, but now does it pull power through the USB? Um, probably one of them, I would assume. It does. However, I guess I, I I guess I'd always assumed that something like that would. Well, I guess the, it has to be power over USB because otherwise, if you had to have a separate connection for power cable, like an AC adapter or something like that, it would just be a pain in the ass. So it has to be power yeah. over USB. But that that's that's nuts when you think about it. Well, I, I bet and, you it's it, I bet you it's drawn power over more than one of those. Then. Well, yeah, and also you've got your. Um, the base, the the tracking for the IR, which is like no different than a Wii remote. There's just a mm -hmm. lot more of them on there. Uh, so you have the the camera that's doing that, and also they have those uh, Rift controllers, the the half moon shaped, basically nunchucks that also give you like hand motion control in VR. So they think uh, there's speculation that that might have a, a play into it as well. That they would need that extra. USB cable. But um, so other than that, I mean, the lenses have pretty much stayed the same. Um, they added sound to it, but that's probably negligible. Um, mm -hmm. It's not going to be like I've heard that it sounds good, but I don't I mean, it's still not going to be super expensive, I would think. So, yeah, I don't I just don't all that to say. I don't think there's really anything that they added to it that would make it cost that much more than than. Um, the original uh, thought process or whatever, what people thought. So I'm going to guess 450. I'm, I'm going to stick with my 450. I think that that, I think that guy was messing with him or something. So, cause if it is, then they're, if it is that expensive, then their whole mission statement is a lie because there's no way that's the same problem that happened to like any of the, Sega consoles that came out or like the CDI or anything like that when they came out mm -hmm. were 800 to $1,000 or whatever. Nobody bought those because, and thank God they didn't because they ended up being crap, but 
you know, that's the same thing. It's like nobody's going to buy it if if it costs that much, at least if it's around the same price as a console, a newer console, I can kind of think of it in that manner and then justify it. But, you know, it's still going to be. It'll be interesting to find out. And I mean, it's only two days, so really there's no yeah. point in speculating anyway. Um, that's true. It's just weird that they wouldn't release it ahead of time. So I'm hoping either either two mindsets. One, we're going to be amazed that it's as little as it is or, you know, isn't as expensive as we thought it was, was going to be. Or they're really betting on people to have the page open and they're like, well, I already have the tab open, so <laughs> I might as well pre-order. Um, so hopefully it's not that because if it is then yeah i'm gonna be waiting a while i'll probably buy a new video card then or something so but yeah it's hmm. exciting it's it finally is coming to fruition and i'm picking it up without or at least i'm pre-ordering it without any um i've never tried it at all so i have no um i haven't tried any of the dev kits haven't tried any of the stuff that they had like crystal cove or crescent bay or whatever it ended up whatever it was so i'm putting i'm throwing all my all my chips in i'm going all in jason and at the very least at Go least i'll day. have a i'll at least i have a new um uh xbox controller because mine is pretty well worn at this point pretty sure it's i got it in 2007 2008 maybe no Gosh, it had to be sooner than that i dug up because i'm using my my 360 on the other side of the room for a dvd player and uh yeah i dug that thing up i had dug oh, up geez. the controller um not the good one i used to use on my pc and it's mad cat <laughs> some of those things are in terrible terrible shape no never <laughs> use a mad cat has to go first party brah mm-hmm yeah these this one like i'll be playing like a racing game and i'll slowly kind of turn to the left because it's not it's not tight anymore on the turn left thumbstick. Now it's slide to the right. right. Step on the gas, step on the brakes. Yeah. I wonder how many people get that reference. Probably nobody. <laughs> um but yeah, so exciting times we live in, my friend. I will I will never come out of the grid. I'll I'll just have it plastered in my You're face. So you've got like and... Yeah, yep. Uh and I you've got like what, two or three months probably to interact with me and then next thing you know i'm gonna be like i'm gonna be one of those like uh geiger drawings where i'm just like the skeletal dude that's kind of sunken in back into this weird like chair that has all these cables coming out of it with the oculus rift strapped to my face and just never moving what about your child there is no child there's only oculus (laughs) only zora Oh, and it's coming with um, it's come if you pre-order, it's coming with E Valkyrie, which is a space shooter, that's a little bit more arcade. Oh yeah, than, I just do that. Yeah, yeah, more arcadey than uh, uh, the one that you were talking about. That I man, I can't remember anything. And uh, Lucky's Tale, which is apparently supposed to be their like killer plat or killer app. Uh, it's supposed to be a little bit like well, they they say it's a little bit like 3D Mario, but I would compare it more to Spyro or Banjo Kazooie. Something like that. I know that seems like a weird difference, but uh, it definitely looks like a, a rare game or something like that. Um, so interesting that they chose a 3D platformer. I feel like that's kind of you think they would have chose like a racer or something where you're sitting inside of a cockpit. Yeah. 
because that's usually where the 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 real feeling of being in VR has come from, I guess, from what I've heard. Yeah, I would not want to do a 3D platformer. I don't think. Oh, at all. I I I mean, I can't really I can't really say, but maybe ju jump distances are easier to comprehend <laughs> when like you can see it in the, 3D. The, fr the free falling and being able to look around and oh, stuff gosh. like that. <laughs> Assassin's Creed doing the the leaps of faith into the bushes that would clearly kill anybody from a hundred feet up or whatever. Yeah, I'm really worried. I have a uh, fear of heights, pretty bad. So, and I get vertigo fairly easily too. So, uh, I'm curious to see. I don't get motion sickness very very often, so that's never been a problem. But okay. um, but yeah. It'll be interesting because apparently you're supposed to maintain a 90, about a 90 uh, frames per second frame rate. And uh, that's going to be pretty tough on some games. So I don't think that I'll be able to play everything that they offer. But it'll be interesting to see if the the um, sacrifices you'll have to make to some of the quality of the, the picture will be worth the, the 3D aspect right. of it. So right. But yeah, hmm. it's exciting. I I hope it I hope it's not as expensive as you claim that yeah, the guy on. I mean, <laughs> it's a really like friend of a friend of a friend uh yeah. claim, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It is. And this kind of directly well not directly, but this ties really well into the only other thing we really had to discuss today is you have mentioned that you've recently purchased Fallout. Well, I got it for Christmas. Well, yeah, but, for yeah. yeah. How has your playing experience with said game been as of late? Well, that's been interesting because, as I told you, so first of all, both games that I got for Christmas are not physical discs anymore. Well, no, that's not true. Fallout 4 came with a disc that directs you basically to a Steam installer. So uh, not, not realizing that it was a game download, I had to download it. I set it to do that. Uh, the night before and was like, well, I guess I'm not playing this tonight. And then the next day when it was all downloaded, you know, I, I get sat down to play and booted it up and, um, the launcher comes up much like Skyrim or the original fallout or anything like that. Um, I don't know what it is about, um, Bethesda games. It is, Beth yeah, Bethesda games that have to have that launcher mm -hmm. ahead of time. But, uh, so the launcher comes up, I configure my options. I'm all set to go and press play and nothing happens and i'm like okay well i don't know why the launcher would launch but not the game but okay so i try it again nothing happens and of course i'm freaking out by this point so i go looking on the forums trying to figure out if this is like a common problem like something didn't install or whatever so i'm going through the forums and of course anytime you do that it's a myriad of things that probably don't even apply to you verify the game files which through steam which takes forever if you're gonna do that um so i tried that didn't work um try window borderless mode well didn't do like the game's not even booting up so that didn't work so finally somebody had s suggested something and then to restart so i restarted and then came back and put it in compatibility mode for for both the launcher and the the game the exe of the game and that worked it actually booted up the first time 
and I was able to play. So okay. I played for a while. I played no problem, no no crashes or anything, and had no issues. And then uh, the next day I go to play, basically, and uh, it would it did the same thing except for this time it would boot up to a black screen with a with the uh, Windows like circle thingy. Yeah. So like it was working, but it had crashed. So I'm like, what the hell? So now I'm like, okay, I thought I had fixed it and I hadn't. So then I go through and like try to install um, maybe DirectX or distributable, uh, those stupid like C++ distributables thingies that you have to install sometimes. And nothing worked. So then I was like, I remember the window borderless thing. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. I tried that and then that ended up working. So I did fix it last night when you, when you had messaged me, good luck getting oh, okay. to work. So that, that time it did fix it. But before that, when I was just trying it randomly, it did work again in full screen. Um, after having not started to a black screen, like two or three times. And then I came back to it again, mm. having not restarted or anything and tried it and it just worked. So I have yet to try to make sh- I have yet to confirm that the window borderless um, option is the is like the band aid for whatever is going on, but uh, if you window borderless basically might as well be full screen, thank God because windowed mode is awful. But God, that's just uh, windowed borderless is basically full screen except for yeah, it's easier I, I to like alt tab. Win- yeah, exactly. And for some reason, like. When we used to play uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic back in the day, when I would have it in borderless window mode, it would run much smoother. Yeah, than, that does uh, happen sometimes too. Than in full screen, so. So yeah, that I was not impressed by that at all. <laughs> I don't. There's no real re- rhyme or reason because sometimes it'll be a subset of cards or like one manufacturer of whatever. Yeah. So so and that's the thing. I mean, you have no. I there's no real way of knowing what is the actual. You know what the actual problem is? Is that you're right? Well, and it's a, it's probably I mean really just a small set of people who are having the issue. It's probably only like five hundred to a thousand people, which sounds like a lot, but if you're selling three hundred thousand copies, it really isn't. So, yeah, that I haven't had any other issues besides that. But you know, for that, that's a pretty big one when you can't get the game to start. So I had messaged <laughs> you. I'm like. Yeah, you know, I can kind of I can kind of see why people, you know, so, well, you've even talked about it, how, you know, console people. You throw the game in and it just works unless it's scratched or something, but right. generally it'll just work. Right. Well, we, we haven't talked about this on the show, too. You know, there was like that whole debacle that happened during with Steam <clears throat> during during Christmas where um, people were able to see other users in some cases, people would see were able to see some of the other users' information. They can see their purchase history, and I can see like oh. the last couple of digits of their credit cards, and some stuff like that. But uh, I nothing didn't know was about like that. nothing was apparently like accessed or anything like that. It was like some weird caching issue, I guess. So mm-hmm. you have instances like that that came up, and then yeah, you know, whenever something like that, you know, someone would hear us talking about this, like, well, geez, if you just had it on console, you could just play it. So. I guess you know it kind of comes to the debate, you know. Um, yeah, this is the, this is the this is some of the pitfalls of of gaming on a PC is you know um, issues like this. You know, you have the game and you can't just you you can't just put the game in and play it. You right. know, you are hampered by these issues. You have to troubleshoot it, 
try to figure out what's going on, can I fix it, and just, you know, be a general pain in the but butt. at the same time, you can fix it, usually, and it is something that you can, if it's something else, you can usually tweak it to get it to work right, where I think I read uh, that Fallout 4 is having some stuttering issues on PS4 and probably Xbox One as well that's something you can't really fix i mean that's just like hard-coded in there so unless they release a patch or something then you're gonna have stuttering no matter what whereas with a pc game normally you can just lower a graphic setting change a config file yeah it's a pain in the butt but if you know what you're doing then you can more often than not either mitigate it or fix it completely and not have an issue with it so Mm -hmm. um Plus, you don't have to worry too much about backwards compatibility, Jason. I know you're very, very. That's very important to you. So, <laughs> that's that's where I'm at. I'm I'm huge on the backwards compatibility. Yeah. Well, and with the, with the, you know, length the the lifetime of a console. How many Xboxes did you go through when you were actually playing it, uh, basically daily? I know I went through three. I think. Uh, I think it was my fourth one that finally didn't have a problem. It was definitely either so... Yeah, I, I definitely had to send it... I think it was three or four, at least. Um, The last time it broke was right down, I think right before Gears of War 2 uh-huh. came out, I want to say. Um, like... So I mean, it, so I mean, there's definitely the pitfalls of, of console gaming. Um, I think I saw today, like, PSN was down. Uh, yeah, so, you know, people that that still doesn't quite have its act together compared to Xbox Live. It, That's why it's it free. Like... <laughs> Is it still free? Actually, I don't even no, know. No, you have to you have to pay for it Jeez, now. Jeez, like sixty dollars for a year. Ugh. But it, I mean, it just makes sense because you have to for the infrastructure for it to. Because clearly, the free version wasn't uh, did not work so great. Yeah, well, I don't even think they had voice chat in the party system. For the free version, like in the PS3 days or anything. Oh, like really? That. Yeah. Don't quote me on that because I didn't have a PS3. But yeah, I'm pretty sure I remember hearing that they didn't have the, like you could voice chat in games and stuff, but yeah. you didn't have like the party system outside of the the games. Yeah. So I mean, knowing that that's a problem, does that ever does that is that frustrating enough where you would go back? Would you want to pick up a console because of that? Because you're sick of dealing with. These no, type of issues on, I'm on so PC? used to it by now. See, that's the thing. It's like the the people who talk about like PC Master Race for the win and all that crap. Right. Um, they all already know what they're doing. And usually those types of people are the ones who are on the, well, one, they have like a beast of a gaming rig most of the time, most of the time. And then, so they're the ones who are usually getting on the forums going, well, get a better computer and then it'll be able to play or, or, or whatever. But they actually, most people know what they're doing at this point. Now there are, I found that there's more casual Mm -hmm. gamers, well, not casual gamers in the sense of what they play as casual, but in the sense of casual computing i guess casual computer users uh with the uh more popular or like how these gaming laptops for instance are getting more popular and a lot more uh different companies are offering these things besides just alienware which used to be the kind of only one that i knew of 
now that that stuff's getting popular, it seems like more people who don't really know what they're doing with their computer are buying them kind of like there are consoles and just being like, well, I, I need a computer for school, so I might as well buy one that I can play games on as well. Um, I think right. of like Mike, who's been on the show before, Mike McDonald. Mm -hmm. um, he'll tell you he's not like a huge computer gamer person and if anything were to go wrong i doubt he would want to fix it or be able to i don't know <laughs> i don't know which one is worse um and so like with when you get more of those people and you see them on steam and they're talking about the problems they're having and stuff i could see why somebody would want to go back to their console for me uh, I see these problems and in a weird way, they're kind of fun to fix sometimes as long as you can like the little troubleshooting stuff. It's why I like putting together computers in the first place, stuff like that. Um, but to me though, it is a little bit like that particular problem where the game just doesn't even start, won't run, yeah. whatever that does get a little bit frustrating sometimes. Cause you want to sit down, especially like now that my time is limited you do want to sit down and just be able to pop the game in or start it or whatever and, and be able to play. But if you're spending 30 minutes trying to fix it start and realize the game. there's no point, there's no point in playing now because I only got like an hour left or whatever. By the time I get in the game, run across the world map, I'll have to stop at the <laughs> stop at the quest and then pick it back up. So I know what I'm doing later. Uh, it can get frustrating, but it has not personally made me want to like say, screw it and get a console because I'm a tinkerer. I I'm a kind of an audio file, a visual file. I don't, what would you call that? Video file, video file, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like to tinker. I like to get the most out of, I mean, you, you know, you've even complained to me about me. You, sometimes you'll be like, well, if you lowered your graphics settings, it'd probably run better for you or whatever. Um, so I like doing that and you can't do that in, in a console, uh, world really. And I've even gone back and bought some of the games I had on console just because of that reason of like wanting more visual quality. I can have a higher resolution. I can get rid of all the jaggies that show up when you play on Xbox 360 or Xbox one or whatever. So I like that customization. I need that. I can't really, I can't be strapped down to no console and, and, uh, you know, have to pay like full price practically for games. That's another thing. Once I found out about steam sales and humble bundles and all that stuff, that's hard to go back <laughs> after that. Uh, yeah. I Getting agree. the Batman series for $5 a piece. Like I don't, you can't, I don't think you can go anywhere and get that type of deal unless you go and get it used from a person. You can't go to game, uh, GameStop and pick, pick up a used copy for $5. I doubt. Uh, no, no, no. But you, you do more you consoling. Cannot. You do more console gaming than I definitely do now. Cause you've got the Nintendo. See, that's the thing though. If I were to, it would probably be the Nintendo and it's the same reason you brought up, which is you, there are no Nintendo games on the computer at all. Uh, no. So what is They're your not. perspective I mean, on this then? Well, I mean, I miss like console, but for me, um, you know, it just, 
it's a matter of like flexibility, I guess. Now it's a little different because now with this, like this new monitor is HDMI, so mm-hmm. I could put I could have a I could have a console hooked up to this, which like I, that's how I had my 360. You know, I was hooked up to my computer monitor. That's yeah. how I, that's how I played everything. Um, and you know, with the newer consoles, like I couldn't do that anymore because my old monitor only had VGA or, or uh, DVI. Uh, DVI, thank you. So now that's an option for me again because you know I we only have just we have I have this one tiny TV that I wouldn't use for anything. Otherwise, we have one the one TV in our living room. Eventually, we plan to have a entertainment room down here in the basement, but we we don't yet. So we only have we're a one TV household, and you know it, unless uh, I have rare opportunities where I could play, you know, like at ten o'clock or night, you know, right before I go to bed for a little bit. That's the only mm-hmm. time I'm really gonna have with a console. So, because, you know, Jess is either reading or watching Netflix or something like that. She doesn't, you know, the TV is what she'll use to entertain herself when she's looking for something like that. So I can't, like, just play a console game, you know, which I could on, like, the Wii U, at least, you know, on certain things with the gamepad. Or I have, you know, my 3DS, I do that. But it's just easier for me to, I've got my whole computer station down here. Um, Yeah. And there's not, like, and I I do miss the console side of things. I, I do, like, there's some you know the ease of that is you know my brother's on there i know some like nathan's on there you know a few other people that'd be fun to play with but at the same time i'm just i not looking to start over again you know to have to buy it first drop the money on the hardware pay the subscription fee and then you have to buy games on top of that so the, the cost buy of entry, nhl right? every year <laughs> yeah something like that so you know i i on pc i'm already in the eco i'm already there you know, and clearly with this video card purchase, that pretty much locks me into to a PC for the rest of this console cycle. Yeah, unless that's they true. become they become dirt cheap or something. But I mean, I feel like game. I feel, I personally, at least, not so much gaming, but gaming for me has really turned a corner. It's really in a different place than it was even just a year ago. You know, where it's like I, I, I don't have a pull where I have to play something every night. If I do, that's great. But I mean, I don't, I don't. There's not that part of my, my personality or of my my persona that I feel like I, I I need to get that pleasure from. You know, by playing a game. That's that drive's not there. If I if I get five or ten minutes here or there, fantastic. But you know, um, right. that that part of our our lives is kind of over in a bit. So it's much more of a a hobby that if it if I can I can type of thing you know well um, that's actually kind of an interesting thing I've, I've talked to Danette about that before because I do sometimes have that pull still to play something but I don't necessarily have to I, I just that's kind of my go-to thing but I talked to my wife about um, you know we're, we're exposed pretty heavily to other gamers I would say uh, whether it be on YouTube or any like um, kind of like uh, the webcomic stuff that we look at or anything mm-hmm. like that. And I think of like some of the uh, like Mike Krahulik or uh, Jerry from uh, Penny Arcade. And I, I kind of when I read their blog posts and stuff and see what they're talking about and stuff like they are in the trenches of of the gaming industry and indeed of playing games in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they talk about how they'll play the 3ds in bed or, or whatever, or they'll play the Wii with their kids or, or whatever it is. And, you know, I, I find that kind of 
like that would be hard for me to do like to just kind of be like all right we're gonna hang out as a family on the couch and i'm gonna sit over here and play psp while you guys do whatever yeah yeah i, I remember like uh back in the wow days people tell me he's like yeah i've got a, my laptop too so when i'm hanging with the family i just you know i'm fishing and doing my crafting there on the laptop and it's like and yeah and i i know there's some households where it, gaming is more recognized as a whole between you know husband and wife the both spouse things like that so it, mm-hmm. i mean the, that, that that dynamic's different but yeah i i agree too i couldn't imagine just doing that because you're not actively participating in in the activity you're just taking it you're just there you're sharing space but you're not an active participant in whatever's taking place yeah that's true well and it would be different i guess if like for some reason everyone was like all right let's all play video games and then each person went to their own thing but yeah and and i don't really even i don't even think that's really a problem i just can't see how it would work for me because that was my whole argument was like for as much of a gamer as i am it's really unless i can squeeze it in elsewhere and not feel bad about it stop um (laughs) i would most most (laughs) of the time it's relegated to the nighttime like night hours like between yeah, nine yeah, and midnight, and so yeah, that's a pretty good ch- solid chunk. But there's other things I'm doing that that, you know, I might check out some YouTube videos or or whatever. Check Oculus Rift page 500 times. But mm. so really, it's not four hours chunk of like playing one p- specific game. But to just kind of like pepper it throughout my day, like they'll even uh, the Penny Arcade guys will play games on their lunch break and they'll just sit down or like if they're trying to come up with something for a comic, they'll just play a game for a while or whatever and just hang out. And that's just crazy to me because it just it just seems like it would get to be too much. It'd be like sitting at home watching movies all day. Yeah, yeah, it would be great for a while, but at some point you would kind of get tired of it, I would think. So, yeah, yeah like, uh, it's just uh, it's another point to bring up that that kind of also, I guess, in a really, really minimal way, but an important way, it kind of doesn't really make me want to buy a console because if I do, the next console I'll buy would be probably something I could play with Isaac. So, yeah, right. Probably a Nintendo console of some sort. So why buy one now when he's way too young to to really enjoy it and uh, and just hold off and not really worry yeah. about it too much. Yeah, I like. There's like a yeah. I'm definitely feeling more of a separation in a way. Um, and like I, I don't know. It's already hard enough because there's a lot of things I'd like to do that I just don't have time to do do anymore. Mm-hmm. Between you know brewing or board games or reading or yeah. comics. I mean, there's all these inter- interests and hobbies I have into it, but it's so easy. Like, cause you know, uh, gaming is clearly, a, it's a more, uh, sent, you know, it, it, your senses are more consumed by that. You know, it's more, uh, more entertaining. Well, it's more I accessible to too. It's just, yeah. Sitting right there so it's, so it's, it's so easier to, to sink time into that than it is my other hobbies. I can sit there and, and you know play a video game for an hour much easier than i could sit there and read a book for an hour it's you know more engrossing but um yeah it's just and i'm at that it's like that point too where it's like i, I just i don't want to i can't justify that that cost of you know anymore i don't think my you know my just one it's like why are you why are you doing this you already have something else what you have <laughs> you know or, or it's like i already have a console why am i getting 
you know, another one. So, you know, it, it would make more, I could easier sell, well, this is the new Nintendo system, you know, I can, that You're would be an upgrading easier as opposed, point, as opposing to collecting consoles. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I couldn't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really weird. I feel like, um, again, we're still seeing like, I, it it really struck me when I saw some posts online about this was um you know there's still that people are still with that the whole competition among the the consoles and 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 the PC you know lumping all of them together or then you know I saw you know who won who won 2015 or you know going back mm-hmm. to like the who won E3 stuff and you know why does it we we are still so much driven as a uh, as, as competition you know I. I, I, that's, I think that's just a horrible argument to make. And, like, who cares? Like, I don't... I could care, like... Okay, Battlefront is, is on, P, on PS4 has, like, ten times the players on PC, but... Okay. Can I still yeah. play it on PC? Yep. Great. I mean, once you get down to that, that point... It's like that argument we, we talked about before. It's like, don't tell me how I can have fun. You know? Yeah, The that's whole, true. like, when we had, you know, people... Going back to the, you know, people you don't tell to somebody else how what they, what they like isn't fun or what you know judge someone for what they want to do is fun you know, things like that and that's the same approach I still have is um you know I don't look yeah I maybe a PC user and it it it's kind of it kind of sucks right now because you and I are busier so we don't play anything very often these days and nobody else besides you that I know has has Battlefront and so mm-hmm. it, it sucks but I've just been playing that by myself. But um, at the same time, it's like. Well, we went from like a really large gaming like land group where that was kind of the forefront of what we did to now, which is like you can if you can fit it in, you will. Yeah, well, half the group um, now too. Look at Greg's married, has kids. You're married, has kids. John's married, has kids. Well, yeah. is expecting uh, other Johns in Japan. Jared's busy with work. I'm busy with work and dog and wife and life. And, you know, there's so, it's just, you know, that part of the, the you know, part of growing up. But I mean. But it's okay to be a gamer and grow up. It's just. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The priority shifts. It, yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's it's not like that. I, I don't. It's, you know, it's, um, you have, you can't just endlessly throw your time at it like you once were able to you have other things you have to make sure are done first then you endlessly throw your time at it yep and that i mean you can say that about anything really but... yeah exactly but, but yeah you know, i don't i don't i feel like i'm trying to start relate this to what we originally started talking about and yeah it's it's weird it, it, it it's unfortunate that there's still that that pettiness that comes out between yeah you got those people that are you know pc master race it's better than everything else that whole side of things and then you've got you know like the argument about well the consoles this and that you know just work and yeah you know to each their own as usual like that's the that's the one of the things we say the most is then how about we say oh fine let's play rocket league then because we can play it I'm gonna play it on PS4 because PS4 is better. <laughs> now that is coming out to Xbox as well. Now, wouldn't that be crazy Oof. if that was somehow compatible on had crossplay 
all three. If nothing else, it's only going to have... If it has, you know, between PlayStation and PC, it's definitely going to have between Xbox and PC. I would think so. But but you, you think how crazy that would be if it was the first game, Multi. one of the first games that allowed, you know, PS4 and to play against Xbox One users. Because then that would that would ignite the war. PS4 <laughs> yeah, players. Like, because remember, even remember back to the NHL days when you'd be like, all oh, those guys that play on PS3 suck. Yeah, they're uh, all garbage. Three, Xbox 360 guys are so much better. Well, <sighs> the controller. God, I will that. say that the controller for the Xbox is the... It, I don't know what it is about it, but it definitely feels more natural. That's probably one of the best um, additions to gaming that Microsoft ever made was the controller because... I don't know something about those two dual sticks right next to each other just bug the crap. Yeah, out of me. I, I, I haven't, I've only played a PlayStation very real a few times, and the last time I had, like I played the PS4 was when, uh, when Nick Newen got one. He, I played like Call of Duty with them, and I, I do, it, it, you know, it's mostly from being used to the Xbox controller, and I just can't get, I don't, yeah, I don't like that, the dual sticks right next to each other. I don't, I don't like that, but it's probably because I'm so accustomed to the, you know, the stick layout that it has and like nathan nathan has both and i think he, he like he loves like his like the xbox one controller is like his that's like go to that's the top controller in his book so there you go all that to say that um i don't know what was it <laughs> what was the oh yeah well i don't know let me put it this way. The young me who didn't really like had all the time in the world and mm-hmm. just had to worry about school. I would love to have every console and PC oh, yeah. and, and you know, but now basically I have to move between like two games, <laughs> you know, like if I'm going to beat a game, I have to focus on it because I'm not. I think the last game that I sat down and played for an extended period of time was probably Dead Space 2. And I think I played like eight hours of that in one day. Now, that's not happening anymore, obviously. So if I had more consoles, it would just add to the mix of backlog and games that I didn't have time to play. Um, And so for me, it just kind of works out that it ended up being the computer and I would probably still play my console if it hadn't, if they hadn't upgraded, you know what I mean? Like if we were still playing 360 because the one hadn't come out, I probably would still be playing it, but you know, that's not the case. I have my computer. Mm -hmm. I needed it for other reasons and I focused on it. That's kind of where I started gaming from anyways. And, uh, the computer or the PC in general has really bounced back as far as, um, the games that that are available for it, and you know the community around it, and everything. So, I mean, yeah, not no 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 choice here is wrong. It's just what you prefer, right, Jason? Yeah, and I prefer to do my thing. <laughs> do, I prefer well, I I I'm an Android gamer now. Oh, jeez. Do you, you play Star Wars Uprising? And I uh, no, I Bird? play uh, what's that new one with Arnold Schwarzenegger? What? Why? 
Yeah, you haven't seen those commercials he's doing? Like, Game of War or something. Oh, God. I don't know, because the first was the... Yeah, well, not Game of War. That was the one with the Kate Upton forever. Um, yes, that was horrible. It's, and then she got replaced with... Uh, oh, gosh, what's her name? The Mariah Carey. And then... Well, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, now... Yeah, there's one with... Uh, Arnold. I don't remember what the game is, but it's something Arnold. along those same, those same lines. You know, those type of games. So, sure. I I, I don't know. I don't. Did I don't we know. accomplish anything here? I don't know. But I feel like we've tried good ground. We've exposed the plight. I mean, there's a there's a problem with PC games because it takes a certain it takes. But I think I feel like for what the trouble it is, like you said, for what the troubles that do occur, the type of people that game on a PC enjoy that aspect of it it's a pain in the ass but when you do it they, they to an extent enjoy troubleshooting and fixing them like i it was a pain to to deal with all the the problems but i really enjoy i enjoyed the the process of shopping and upgrading shopping for and hunting for the the new the new part and then the actual installation and process of getting it up and running and then finally being experienced the benefit of said upgrade you know, it's a rewarding process, and it, I I do still enjoy building. You know, a PC. It's it's unfortunate that I have to. You know, next I can probably next I can put RAM into this rig, and at that point I'm probably looking. That's going to be like the last upgrade I'll have, and I can probably you know I can probably get like another year out of this one, and at that point you know I'm going to be looking at having to put a new power a new uh yeah motherboard and processor in, and then at that point you're you know I'm pro- probably that's best off swiping right it. There. Yep, wiping it and starting fresh. The biggest, the problem with, and you see this on consoles too. The problem is, is what do you do? Like, I have over the years, I've never been able to really do anything with my components after I've used them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I did have that. I did have a secondary machine for my mom back in the day, so I, you know, I had that those two computers in my room, the two computer setups in my room. <laughs> but um, like now, I've got three. I've got two extra video cards sitting around. And it's like, what am I going to do with them? Because the the two Build a fighting we, robot with them. Yeah, it's a very special. Excuse me, it's a very special niche market for who's gonna be in the looking to buy a used uh, graphics card like that. And uh, but then again, like if I tried to sell my trade in my three hundred and sixty, I'd get like ten dollars for it. Star credit <laughs> only too. Exactly. You might be able to buy half of a used game. Yeah. Let's look. The GTX seventy. Well. GTX 760 on uh, eBay is selling for like 80 to 100 bucks right now. So There you go. If I could get 100 bucks out of it, I'd be ecstatic. But I also see all these ones up for sale and nobody bidding on them. So. Yeah, that's, that's the real problem right there. I think that's all I can add to this conversation. This entire podcast, Is probably that, that I... too. I uh, I do want to say um, we did uh, our friend Michael. You know, we talked during Star Wars stuff about how uh, our one theater was going to be like decked out like the Mos Eisley Cantina and everything. He oh, said it was yeah. terrible. Yeah, he said it was, it was just like cutout. yeah, shitty cardboard cutouts around the normal bar setup, and he said it reeked of body odor. So sounds like my kind of place. Yep, sounds like we'd fit right in. <laughs> so on that note we end the podcast so wish lucas luck maybe he can actually enjoy fallout 4 uh i will probably be playing battlefront and 
Uh, well, we'll be playing Battlefront. That's true. You do play Battlefront with me now. I like and that game. everyone else out there in internet land, thank you for listening. Comment, like, <laughs> subscribe. Is that what you say at this point? Yep. Uh, if you like this video, comment, like, subscribe. If you've ever played a video game, uh, leave us a comment down below. If you have ever had a computer, uh, click the like button and uh, give us a review on iTunes. There you go. Comment, like, and, and subscribe. And subscribe to Flux to Post on YouTube because we're going to make another Battle of the Beer video one of these days no. and you're going to want to be the first to see it. Impossible. Okay, we're not doing it. Okay. It's done. Retired.